Welcome to Naked with Mimosas and Hot Sauce, a relatable podcast series about life and being consciously uncomfortable. I'm Kelly. And I'm SB. And we invite you to get naked in this chaos with us as we build a conscious community one conversation at a time. And having a few laughs along the way. So with that being said, let's get get naked. Well, hello, hello to another episode of Naked with Mimosas and Hot Sauce. Um, today's episode is a topic that I think is a little bit taboo. Um, and we're trying to break down the barriers to where it's, you know, a little bit more easy flowing to talk about women's orgasms. Um, it's definitely a no brainer that men still need maybe a roadmap on how to navigate their way, um, to satisfying a woman. But I also believe that there's a lot more education that women, us women can do and figure out what it means to have a healthy orgasm or what orgasms actually do for us um, and in a way that will benefit a lot of our our overall life. So with us, we want to welcome our special guest, Charlie Phillips. She is a senior practice development manager with Cleovana, and you can follow her at aesthetics underscore Charlie. Um, if you want more information about what she does or what we're going to talk about. Uh, but we're really excited to have her on. So Charlie, tell us a little bit about yourself and give us a little bit of information about what you do for the company, what your company can actually do for women. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Excited uh, to be talking about this. Um, I will say just a quick funny story. When I first got this job, I had a like in the car, keep saying like vagina, 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 orgasm, 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 penis, 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 and just like get the laughs out of there because, you know, if you're not in the industry, it's just not something you're saying all the time. And, you know, talk about Kelly, we've known each other for a while, but you were just kind of saying how you say like wrong words and things like that the word clitoris too. I was like, clitoris? Oh my gosh. I cannot say this word wrong. Like how embarrassing. So you're like saying those words over and over again, just get it all out. So I feel like I had to even do that before we were starting here. So feel much better. Um, Yeah. So Just kind of wanted to obviously talk about women's wellness and sexual wellness. Um, It's not a thing, unfortunately, that is really talked about quite a bit. And um, I started working for this company that launched a new device a little over a year ago. So it is the first non-invasive device that increases the intensity and also the frequency of orgasms specifically for women. Um, So we use a sound wave device that also does a little bit of cupping and um, acoustic waves. So the formula all in one, um, it's non-invasive. And it's the great thing about it too, is it's, it's all external. So nothing is going internal into the vagina. Um, From getting this device, this treatment done, you could ultimately have an orgasm while getting it. So it's when people ask, like, is it painful? It's, again, a funny thing to kind of say, actually, you might experience the complete opposite. So (laughs) sign me up. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
So, yeah, so I've been in medical sales for a little over, I'd say 12 years now. Um, and, you know, women's wellness is just something I've really been intrigued by. And especially, you know, I think the older we get, the more we learn about, you know, who we are and our bodies and going through different seasons of life and, um, you know, different experiences and things like that. So, so yeah, I'm excited to, to get to join with you guys. This is like probably one of the best topics we're going to do. I feel like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> what do you want? When Kelly brought this to me, I'm like, do you want to jump from being how to be a, the best white ally to, um, <laughs> raising black children in America to let's just go straight to orgasm. So that's what we're going to do. And that's where we're at. Yeah. So, um, life, right. I'm going all, all over the place. So going actually, right. I wrote down a note over here that I think the title that I'm going to see if Kelly's on board for, for this episode is penis, 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 vagina. <laughs> 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 so, said, I think that's great. All right. So I'm going to dig right in and ask you. So like, tell us them why are orgasms so important specifically for females? I mean, there's so many benefits. I think that we just haven't realized of what an orgasm ultimately can do for the women. Just to kind of list some things off. So stress, cardiovascular, better sleep, glowing skin. I mean, who doesn't want that? And um, migraines. I mean, and that's just a few, not to mention stress. It helps with stress, anxiety, depression, um, and that's kind of going, we can go into the physical causes of things of, and also the psycho psychological causes. So there's just, there's so many benefits of, you know, what it does to have an orgasm. And I don't know how detailed we want to get into all of these things, but most, more than most, we've all experienced one. And after having one, you almost just feel like you do feel less stressed and a lot of, of my OBGYNs are even saying too that um, if they're having cramps, abdominal pain, things like that, they will tell you to go masturbate because that's going to help release a lot of that muscle tension. So um, not only are you getting, you know, two benefits from masturbating, then you're getting the whole other things that go with it. So, yeah, it's, it's so funny that even in this conversation, it's just kind of like, one, it's so interesting, right? But it is filled with little tiny child giggles, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, know. like little things to do. But, you know, I don't understand why it's so taboo, taboo, taboo. <laughs> taboo. I told you, if there's a word, if there's a word for Kelly to mispronounce, I'm telling you. Taboo. <laughs> um, to talk about, but like, how long has like ED for men been around? Like forever, right? Forever. I mean, and it's nothing to even watch a Super Bowl commercial and, you know, in between the game or whatnot, and they're talking about ED treatments. But heck, you put women on there. I mean, there was, it's crazy to think it's 2020 and there is nothing out there that's non-invasive to help women for this. I mean, like for a woman, how do I know if I'm having an issue having an orgasm or if I'm just having an issue choosing the men that I'm sleeping with. And, <laughs> good question, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's single, nice to 
Let's call in the psychologist as okay. well. I know. I'm going to need another roadmap for that one. Boys, <laughs> boys and girls. I should almost say we should pour a glass of wine. We'll no. be here all night figuring well, out. Shoot, you guys. Well, you're, out, you're off. You're behind the room. Really coffee. Uh, I'm still in scrubs full on. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot I personally feel that goes into it's hard. Why? I would like to know too. Why is it so hard for a woman to have an orgasm versus men? I, I mean, but women, you know, ultimately are more emotionally connected and involved that a lot of it comes from the mental state. Um, you know, we're dealing with kids or putting them to bed or stress from their school. So we're working, all of those things are also built up where I feel like for men, they're not as mentally sounds emotionally as attached. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though they might feel a certain way, but um, I think it definitely for women and which doesn't make sense either, because one of the things I was going to tell you is women have over 10,000 nerves where men have 3000 nerves in their penis. And so, I know. But it's so easy for them. Like it, the wind, the wind blows. Literally, it's like a plug and play, and they're like, "Yeah, this is just on." Like I don't understand. It takes. I mean, I just don't. I don't get it. Like especially with us. I joke like personal story that I sometimes forget we're recording when I share personal stories. But like, I joked after I gave birth that like I felt like mine moved, and it made it way easier for me um, after I had a child. And I told my husband, I was like, I seriously think this moved during delivery. That's all I can think. I don't know if it's a true statement, but I'm just going to tell myself that it is. Right. If it's working. (laughs) Whatever, right? Like, but I don't know what it is because then we read something before we were talking to you that there's an art, the article, which I don't know, but it said that it can be um, genetics too on whether or not you're capable of that. Do you have any information on that? No, I don't have any information on the genetics part. I mean, again, there could be, you know, a list of things that go into it ultimately. And, you know, a lot of it hormonal, um, as, and then having babies. I mean, all the things that are triggered from just the women's body is just so different. So, I mean, there could be just so many things. The thing though, um, that Cleavana does. So when it, there's three phases to it for the treatment. So you go in um, two times a week for two weeks. So four times total to get your treatments. It takes about 10 minutes. And then you go through three phases that are about two to three minutes each. So the first one, have you ever seen someone getting cupped on their back, like the cupping device? So it's not near as extreme (laughs) as that. My face, just so you guys know. I was like, I know, right? (laughs) Okay. It's like a level one. And I would compare that to like a 10 or 15. So nothing like that. Level but one copy. Got it. Yes. So what that does, it's like a little suction device. So that's going to bring the blood flow to ultimately the vagina. And so you do that for about two or three minutes. And then the next step is called a D actor. And as to just this, this thing, it looks like a big black penis. <laughs> okay. When you Most see service, keep your jokes. <laughs> Got it. I've, you have my attention now. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm 
Definitely bring it tomorrow. So when you see it, yes, don't be alarmed or, oh, this looks normal. Um, <laughs> so it, but the thing with that, it makes a really loud sound. Oh, I mean, like a jackhammer sound. It is really, really loud, but no pain at all. Um, and we'll let you feel it like on your hand or kind of on your inner thigh. And so you go, I know. I'm sure Kelly owns this. Actually. It's okay. Just feel it on your hand first. It's fine. I take everything. Place it on your thigh. It's okay. Now it's on your thigh. It's fine. Just relax. It's fine. Okay. So there's a very calm cupping. Then jackhammer comes out. Um, yes, then the jackhammer comes out. So um, it, you do it by the pulses. So that's what the sound wave is. And so that's what's going to increase the blood flow as well. And everything goes kind of, the energy goes through the, the tissue. Right. And then um, the next part is called a V actor. And literally it feels like a vibrator. It's a very intense vibrator that goes on on the next one. And that's a mixture of the sound waves and the acoustic waves. And so in that time, you know, here's the thing. Ultimate, like in the setting you're in, Right. You're probably not as, especially, I would say from your first treatment to your fourth treatment, your first one, you're not as relaxed at all. I mean, legs are up and stirrups kind of, I mean, everything is all professionally done and, you know, they make you feel very comfortable about it, but you're still probably a little tense where an orgasm is not going to happen. So it's not like, don't, you know, but by usually your fourth one, when you've met these people and kind of talked and whatnot it's like whoa like a little like oh gosh like felt that one sort of <laughs> and so but it goes by so fast so it's only for one minute two minutes and then it's it's over with so so what are they actually doing I know it's delivering sound waves mm -hmm. so it's increasing blood flow to that area which is rejuvenating the nerves and so think of it too like Basically your body, so if you were to have like an injury somewhere, so you're kind of sending those like white platelets for growth to redo everything for like to refix it up, it would be the ultimate word. So same thing you're doing in that area. So we're triggering that there needs to be some type of blood flow coming through. So, and that's causing um, more lubrication, less pain during sex, um, and then obviously the orgasms. So, oh, so this helps for, sorry, I didn't want to jump. Um, people, uh, women can also get this to help if they're having pain during intercourse. Mm -hmm. So helps with pain, even incontinence. So we haven't, we haven't done any clinical studies specifically on incontinence, but we have found from our patients getting this done that they've seen, um, I guess, decrease in fluids. So as so far I always wonder what that means. I, I always, you know, when you go into the, uh, your annual visit and it's like, are you experiencing, right? And I'm like, pain uh -huh. and yeah, you know, I didn't, I was, I'm not sure what that means, but I, it's obviously on there because it can be a thing. And so I want to make sure we highlighted it. Um, so how does this compare to other treatments that are out there? So there's what, some surgeries, there's some, I think, nips and cut type of um, treats that people can sign up for. We have the OSHA. So they have the O-Shot. And actually we say to like any of our doctors that are providing the O-Shot. So the O-Shot is injections. 
So they take your blood, spin down PRP to get the white blood cells, and then they go into the clitoris and basically they're injecting. Um, you're numb. And so I haven't had it done before, to be honest. So I can't say whether it hurts or doesn't hurt. But the thing that we've found is when patients have a choice of which one they prefer, it's like, hey, would you rather have needles or an orgasm? And they're like, oh, the orgasm one. You know, I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> kind of like, oh, okay. So I don't want to put them down in any way because we they can work off of each other. But as far as the O-shot, where the injection goes is where it's targeting versus Cleavana. We're treating the entire vagina area. So the entire thing is treated versus just one specific area. So that's how that works. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Why do you think this is such a tab? Like, I imagine that a female, and there, I feel like there's a, obviously a, a, an array of different kind of female personalities, like as much as her and I jive together and like we joke, I mean, that app is like, y'all probably feel like you knew each other in the pattern app. <laughs> it's like, y'all probably feel like you have a, a level of comfortability around one another that you've known each other for a past life, right? Her and I cannot be any polar opposite and in, in a lot of different circumstances though, right? Um, so I do think there are certain, like she will sit and talk about sex all day long. Any environment doesn't matter. She has zero like super open to it. Um, how would you suggest a female that may not be as open to those things, having that dialogue, approaching their um, OBGYN, like how do they, how, you know what I mean? How do they approach that kind of? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good question because, you know, it is so true. Like, I mean, I know everyone's upraising is so different, but like, you know, for my whole life, it's almost like sex is so bad. Don't have sex. Don't have, and then like, you know, and all of a sudden it's like, well, why don't you have any babies yet? Like, wait, well, you know what I mean? Hold on a second. <laughs> it, it can honestly like make you feel like, you know, if you're having sex, you're not like this classy lady. It's, it's almost, it's just not a fair way that it is. Um, I would say though, I mean, obviously I hope everyone is going in and getting their, their yearly checkup. And, you know, talking to, I mean, that's the one person you should feel comfortable with talking about these issues. Um, I had this doctor that was actually treating me and <laughs> she was just like, no offense. Um, what did she say? Something like, like my vagina looks like everyone else's or something like that. She's like, No offense. I mean, it's beautiful, but I mean, I'm not going to remember it at the end of the day. <laughs> And so I was like, okay, well, I guess that's actually a positive thing. I mean, if there was something wrong, you know, she'd like, oh gosh. Yeah. Anyway, so point of my story though, I mean, they're around doing this all day, every day. I mean, they're seeing all different types and it's okay. I mean, just because we think there might be problems or no one's talking about them or something like that doesn't mean that there isn't a treatment out there or something that can help fix this issue. You know, I mean, talking to one of my girlfriends, just chit chatting, she literally said kind of the opposite of you. Like since she's um, had kids, she's never once had an orgasm and um, wow. her daughter just turned four. And I'm like, 
oh my gosh. And she's like, I know, I just, I've never had one. And I'm like, and, and her relate like together intercourse or she's not been able to even masturbate and have one. Well, we didn't, I guess we didn't really get into the, to me, that's a different, like to me, that's a bigger, if you can't do it that way and you can't do it this way, it's like, that's a bigger thing to me. Yeah. I agree with that. This was just talking about intercourse. And so, I mean, to me though, I mean, that is something, you know, now learning about this, it should be something you should definitely be, you know, raising awareness to and feeling comfortable talking about it. And, and I think too, sometimes, you know, just in those settings, like I'm probably different too, when I go see my OBGYN, like, do you have any questions? No, you know what I mean? But then I get home so many. So, you know, give or take. Um, have you guys ever heard about, I mean, have you, does the O shot sound familiar to you guys? Have, what have you guys heard about this? Okay. I feel like I may, maybe either sitting and I, and I couldn't tell you a full like truth that it was sitting in the waiting room, waiting to be called back for my annual. And I saw it on a table or I've never brought that. I've not had, luckily it's not been in this scenario where it's been an issue for me, but like, um, I, I feel like I've seen it or heard in a commercial or whatever. Um, I've not heard of Cleavana though, until mm-hmm. um, Kelly brought it up that she ran into you. you know, yes. Also in the industry, so I hear a little bit, um, just through passing, but I also know, you know, how taboo, <laughs> <laughs> um, how taboo it is to talk about, you know, having orgasms. And I know that the insecurity that can come along with women not sharing their story or, feeling like it's their own personal reasons why they can't have an orgasm. So I'm familiar with like the surgeries to make your, um, your vagina prettier. Right. But I haven't really dove into how do you know, have your orgasms be a little bit more accessible. (laughs) I guess. It's just, I mean, this this could go down a completely different topic, by the way, that we could maybe broach on a different episode that you'd probably be great to come back for too. Is like, I do think some of this is, um, if a female, if there's a female that's having a harder time having an orgasm, especially with a, uh, um, what's the word? I'm not, not like a spouse. Everybody's not going to be a spouse. So like, I'm trying to find like, they're just their part, like their, yeah, their partner in general. I, I've never been afraid to be like, you just had, you just got, we're not done yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was because you, so I, and I do think some of that is like women feeling comfortable with asking that question or saying that, right. And being like, I realize you got yours. That's fine. Um, whatever. Um, so I do, I do wonder if a lot of women maybe experience that more because a not, a not enough efforts put in, um, right. From their partners. Well, I, I mean, you and I can speak about this, yeah. off, you know, yeah. offline too, but I also feel like that means I have to care enough to have that person put energy in for me to come. And it's more, I'd much rather have them leave. If <laughs> you're, you're not into them. Yeah, if I'm not into it, I know it's not gonna happen. I think there's a point of no return where I have to now f- physically and mentally get to a point to allow it to be vulnerable enough to allow you to, you know, have my body open to you. It's not, and I know it's not gonna happen because I'm by now over it. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I don't think Cleovana is going to really help with that. No, I'm just saying, like, if the thing, like, to there may not be, but I, what I love is that if that can ease some of that issue, right, or yeah. it's increasing the intimacy between your relationship or whatever, like, 
Lord knows we need more of that than anything in 2020, right? It was, oh, exactly. And especially right now, um, I mean, the divorce rate has gone up like, I don't even know, 30, 40% with COVID. But yeah, I mean, something like Cleavana, it do, it goes into much more. Obviously, all the benefits we had talked about with having an orgasm. But then relationship-wise, I mean, you know, the men are excited that the women are getting this. And not to mention, it kind of makes them feel a little more, like, confident. Like, oh, my gosh, I just gave, you know, my wife, girlfriend an orgasm that they've never experienced before. Uh, and... It changes too for the woman. So just little things I've heard as well. Like, I don't know if sometimes, but alcohol, like having a glass of wine, it's kind of harder for a woman to orgasm than it is when they wake up in the morning and, you know, um, have sex or whatnot, then they're easier. They can have one easier. So the thing with Cleavana, they're basically saying like, okay, you can have that glass of wine and you'll still get your orgasm that night. Or if it takes 15 minutes to orgasm, we just decreased your time down to, you know, five minutes or whatever it may be. I where actually orgasm along with the guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, fun. That's great. It's another sure. term for quickie. Yeah. So a lot more, you know, benefits that go into it as well. But I would say to answer your first question that you were saying, I mean, communication too is, you know, such key into this of being able to tell your partner what you like, what you don't like, or what's working, what's not working. But then same with you, Kelly, there's nights where I'm just like, all right, this oh, one. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Wrap it up. Well, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this because I love you like yeah. that kind of thing. I'm, t- I'm tired. But yeah. Now, can, yeah. is there anyone that cannot get this treatment? So it's all natural treatment, but, um, obviously we've never treated on a woman that's pregnant. Um, so that would be really the the only thing as far as, um, not treating, but really it's a, it's an all natural. I mean, sound waves have been around since the eighties. Um, a lot of sound wave devices have been used, you know, for, um, like sports and injuries and things like that. And the doctor that came up with Cleavana, um, he's very into sound waves and acoustic devices. And so he's like, I don't understand, you know, we use this on basically things to drive, you know, new blood cells to, you know, increase sensation. So, you know, why can't this be done, you know, for a woman? And so that's really how Cleavana came about. So, um, so yeah. So any side effects? So if I was to get the treatment tomorrow, can I have sex right afterwards? Is there any side effects? Like, what am I looking at? Yep. So no side effects, no downtime. We do, I mean, what? Well, I hate to say the word encourage sex. I don't know why I feel like saying that, but yes, we tell you go home, have sex, masturbate, you know, try it out. That's exactly why you're getting this done. Um, full results are expected within the three months, three months after getting your last treatment. So that's when you can expect to see your full progress. And any reoccurring, do I have to get touch-ups? <laughs> well, that's actually a really good question. Uh, we call it maintenance. And um, so a year, a year from your last treatment, um, it's only two though, instead of four. So, that. yeah. So just a little touch-up, just a little kind of bring it back to life again. <laughs> that's awesome. You're, by the way, the perfect person. We, we're not doing like, 
we're doing this on video, but it's only going to be audio, obviously, because it's a podcast, but you're like perfect for them. Or what you to do end up going that way. Um, this was really good information. So I know you mentioned, um, Kelly did, where to find you on Instagram. Do you want to point anybody in the direction of your website? Um, yeah. How to spell it? It's uh, just cleavana.com. You can go on there, look at all the information, uh, videos, frequently asked questions. And then also you can find a practitioner in your area. Um, and then you can fill out a form as well if you want someone to call you or if you want to directly call them, you can look up you know, the, the doctor and his staff and everything. Um, we're mainly in, I would say, OBGYN offices as well as um, plastics. So that's more um, where you can go to for this treatment. Now, if I was a physician wanting to potentially purchase this device, where would I go? Um, as you can still go to cleavana.com or, I mean, as far as reaching out to one of us, all of our information's on there um, to get in touch with, um, we have great, her name's Sarah Bryce. So she's on that side of it that sells the systems and everything. And um, yeah, we're really trying to just, People, obviously doctors, so that way patients are comfortable that, you know, specialize in something like this to make sure, you know, that everyone's getting the benefit from it. So, Well, you are amazing. I know you're in a different time zone, so we appreciate you. Um, Yeah, this is fun. You are super informative and helpful, and um, we're going to have you back. Yeah. No, thanks, Charlie, for joining us. I'll drink wine next you. time. Yes. Yes, you better. Wine. Sorry we didn't let you go. That was a fail on our side. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Wow. Yeah. That was a lot of information. <laughs> All right. So what did you learn? Well, um, I think there's so a lot of them I feel like I knew, I know that having some sort of healthy sexual lifestyle like that um is super important to your well-being and your mental well-being right and just your overall happiness and obviously like the relationship like what it can do with your relationship or if you're not in relationships right so whatever it is um i did not understand or know that something like this even existed what it included and that you I'm different than you, right? Like I, I'm kind of like her when she was giggling at the beginning, going, let me get out penis vagina or whatever. Like I'll giggle about that stuff. I'm the first to drop it. That's what she said joke. But like I, or that's what he said either way. And, but there's something about that, that I think at some point how you were raised or whatever, being a female that maybe you're not, you feel like you're not supposed to talk about it. And so I think some of that came from there, but I thought she was fabulous. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, what I appreciate about Charlie is, you know, she's just as conservative enough to be, you know, vulnerable. Right. So I think that's the majority of women is you've got, you know, I may seem to be very open and super, you know, an open book, but I mean, I still, you know, I still shy away away, just like the normal person around what it means. Could my orgasms be enhanced? you know, are my orgasms the same as your orgasms? I don't know what, I mean, I know how I feel. I know I've experienced orgasms at a very young age. Um, but then it's like, I think one of the questions after we stopped recording was you looked at me and said, Kelly, would you get this done? And hell yes, I would get it done for sure. 
I think we should do this again. We should go through this process, our journey of doing that together. <laughs> the journey of clitoral stimulation. Yeah, whatever we want to call it. Somebody tell us what we should call this. But I feel like we should be, I mean, blinding. Why would no one, why would any female not want to do it? Can you imagine or think of any reason? No, I can't think of a reason. I think it's just a priority. So for me personally, I think I would love a chance to enhance what I already feel like I have a good thing going on. Mm -hmm. So I think the, depending what bucket you fall into, you either have issues orgasming, right? Sure. Um, Whether if it's mentally or being able to even masturbate on a successful rate for yourself. I don't think a lot of women may not masturbate often enough to get to know their own bodies to even uncover if they have an issue. Um, or there's some mom somewhere going, do I send my kid to soccer or do I? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the non-invasive procedure, which I think is awesome. So that means there's no cuts. There's no, um, they don't go inside the vagina, which I think all is sign me up all day long. Right. And, but it is still, you know, four treatments, two times a week for two weeks. That you know, I think on average Big time commitment. Yeah, it's a little bit of time commitment, and it's a little you know, it's a little bit of pocketbook. Now, I think most offices will have some type of financing available where it can be comfortable monthly payments. But you know, if you talk on average two thousand dollars, I think I would I don't know, get fat sucked out of somewhere first, real quick. I don't know, <laughs> you know, and then like then mosey around to my clitoris. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly where it falls on my priority list. Um, but I think it'd be something funny for us to ta- tackle in this is like going through that, but I agree. I'm not in the same. That's why I was saying on that. I am not in a scenario where I'm chasing, um, an orgasm. Yeah. That, yes. But like a fix for anything. Cause I luckily not, not, I'm not in the, um, in the bucket of women that may struggle with that. So if there's nothing that anyone takes from this, I feel like what an appropriate time to have this conversation that in the middle of 2020, when all you're trying to grasp for are the straws of good news. Well, I know you, I know that there's that vibrator that's been going out that I know probably the majority of one, my worker, my coworkers, my friends, and some of my family all have this sucking clitoris vibrator on Amazon. Do you not have that? No. Is this the one that you told Helen about? The Helen got. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Helen. Um, so yeah, I would first start there. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we'll add a link to that, um, to our link tree on our Instagram account. And I expect Amazon to start paying us for that. I'm just kidding. Well, this was an amazing fun jump from like super heavy topics to light topic. Um, we definitely flipped the script on this one, which we said we were going to do the point of what the conversations were about being uncomfortably, consciously uncomfortable. Yeah. And I want to, be able to break down those barriers and talk about things that are uncomfortable to talk about. I think men having erectile dysfunction and having medicines or solutions provided for them for over 25 or 30 years and and the government still funding those solutions. Mm -hmm. And then here we are, we're like, can I just please come please? (laughs) No, is it too much to ask? Uh, So this is the, this is beautiful. 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 I agree. Well, awesome. I, this was an awesome episode. Thank you, Kelly, for bringing Charlie into our lives. Um, I mean, I know she was already in yours, but into mine. So thank you so much. And we will see you guys next time. See you later.
<laughs> that concludes another episode of Naked with Mimosas and Hot Sauce. Thank you so much for listening. Regardless if this is your first time listening to us or if you have been here since day one, please know that we are beyond grateful for any love you can show us. So if you can take just a second to rate us and leave a review on whatever app you're using to listen to us today would be awesome. Also visit our website at mimosasandhotsauce.com to sign up for what will be one amazing newsletter and then follow us on Instagram at mimosas and hot sauce or on Facebook at naked with mimosas and hot sauce. Until next time, stay naked. naked.